What's up, guys? It's Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with my my fellow beekeeper, my buddy, my bal, I mean pal, Michael Vergara. Michael Vergara, yes indeed, it is me, uh, still reeling over a combination of getting a tooth pulled out and the Warriors losing in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. It's been a weird one this entire this entire uh, week. Yeah, it, well, and the weather's been crazy in San Francisco. It's we, been real hot, and now it's not hot anymore. In fact, our friend Carl the Fog is now, you know... Good old Carl's back. Good old Carl is back. Yay, yay, yay. And I can't I can't bring you too much energy to this podcast because my sti- the, the stitch is left in my uh in my gum hole. Who knows? It could pop any I second mean, now. You just fill it with like So now I'm just like advertising this won't be this will be a low energy wh- show. What I'm saying is you can actually uh chew up a piece of tortilla and then shove it in there. Don't don't even don't even joke about this, man. Is it okay? Is that not saying they gave me? They gave me a bunch of gauze. In fact, I'm going to put them all right now. But anyways, guys, thank you for tuning into the B Show, where we talk about NXT and pretty much everything else that happened in this past week of wrestling. Um, you could check out the B Show and our other show, uh, the WWE Show. We haven't really thought of a na- new name yet because we're converting. We're converting both the Raw Review and Smack It. And we used to call it a Super Show, but now the fact that a Super Showdown kind of ruined everything. Well, no, nah, I mean, we should just call it the Wild Card Roundup or something. I don't fucking yeah, know. WWE. WWE sucks. Review. WWE sucks. Here you go. <laughs> There you go. Guys, if you want to listen to WWE Sucks, here you go. Check it out at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Um, and also, every episode of the B Show is on there. You can go listen to some past episodes, some interviews we have. Um, how Talk about how, like, listen to how optimistic we were. Exactly. You know, actually, one of our uh, older shows where we had the old thumbnails with four different pictures just off to the sides got a like the other day. And I was like, wow. From whom? I, I don't remember. But a like? A like. So I was very happy for that. That our sh- that our older views are still alive and kicking. You can listen to all of them, like I said, SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio though, and follow us on social media. That's right. Let's start an unhealthy digital relationship with one another at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like, share, and subscribe, and we'll let you know when there is a fresh, new, tasty episode of City Wrestling Radio for your listening holes. Um, Wow. I mean, your ears. That's you, a, you know what I mean? That's a mouthful, Corey. Or earful. Earful, mouthful, yeah, I think noseful. I'm done. I think I'm done. You're I'm like, satisfied. you know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm, that's it for the B show. That's it. I'm done. But, anyways, guys. Oh, one last thing. Guys, if you want to officially join the City Wrestling Radio Army, join us now at brownbutterwrestling.com. It's more like a brigade at this point. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like, what What are like the. Um, I kind of. I was thinking of like the. You know, the Guardian Angels from the 1980s? They had the Red Berets. And they walked around with the white T-shirts and that like, vigilante group. They well, they weren't like vigilantes, but they were like, "Don't do drugs, vigilante." Like we beat up drug users. Like, you want to be with us? Don't cuss. The no cuss crew. Yeah. Then oh, I like that. Just the no cuss crew. It's, it was a real thing. Really? Yeah. Just look it up. Okay. I don't want to go too much into it. I wonder where those kids are now. That was like ten years ago. But anyways, guys, join our uh, complete. You can cuss in our in our fucking army. Uh, and not beat up drug users. Don't beat up drug users because they need help. 
Uh, guys, <laughs> brownbutterwrestling.com. A real political here. Slash cwr.html uh, to buy your official City Wrestling Radio t-shirt. And once you buy a t-shirt, that officially is your official membership into the City Wrestling Radio Army. Guys, take a picture. Let us know. Tag it at CWR415. Hashtag CWR415. Or, like I said, either or. And, uh, yeah, so let's talk about some news. Let's talk about some NXT. But... I think we should talk about some Dominion first because we did not talk about you, Dominion. You know what? How about even before Dominion? Oh. We should probably talk about the best of the Super Junior Finals as well. well it's a, it was a two-match show, in my opinion, uh, because I only saw two matches out of that. Uh, three matches, if you really count uh, Jay White and... Uh, Tanahashi? Yeah. What the fuck is up with Jay White's little mustache now? He looks like a He just has pirate. facial hair now. He's legit, he, Now he just looks ev- looks like everybody else in the fucking WWE roster. Well, he has like uh, like this little pencil-thin mustache. It's like you know, it's, it's like you know, it's like a kid. Whenever like he just found out he can grow facial hair, so he decides not to shave for about like six months, and that's all he can get. Yeah, no, that's definitely. that's pretty much JY to a T. But the uh, before we get to Dominion, we might as well talk about the best of the Super Junior Finals, uh, mostly because the two headlining matches, in my opinion, was the finals itself with Shingo Takage versus William One William Ariel Assassin Osprey and. Juice Robinson versus John Moxley. Jonathan Good Moxley. Jonathan Moxley um, for the New Japan U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Not going to go too... not going to dive too deep into the into those two matches, but I would say that those two matches alone has has me has me generate more excitement than I've ever felt in New Japan. Well, not not ever, but then in a very very long time. Day you know? good, day real, real good. John Moxley, because this was John Moxley's like first, first match. match in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. First match in New Japan Pro oh, wait, Wrestling, no, and just no, in no. general too. No, didn't he have a match? Uh, no, that was the next. Okay, never mind. Yeah, you know, I like, was thinking of Shota. Yeah, John Moxley. Like this was pretty much just a more or less kind of like a microscopic look of what is this guy going? How like okay, look, he talked a lot of good shit. Good a lot of shit. A lot of good shit towards uh, Vince McMahon and the WWE creative process and how he feels like he's above all of that, you know, work stuff. You know, every, we've been talking. That's been talked to death all of a sudden. But now with this uh, now with this match in New Japan against Juice Robinson, we're going to see how if he is actually willing to put proof in the pudding. And I must say, like so far in the match he had with Juice Robinson, I thought he looked fantastic. Um, I mean, he looked. It looked really good. He uh, debuted the new version of the Dirty Deeds that he does. Yeah, he it just he just came off as somebody who has just blossomed into absolute freedom of wrestling. Like this is a guy who wants, who has just felt like his all the free like the creative expression from within his soul. Oh, and he has new tights. Just, and yeah, he has new tights. To- like he has tights. He has he has tights, and it's more or less. Uh, I think it was a throwback to his FCW days because, like, it was a barbed wire on his tights. Have you ever watched any of his FCW matches? No, I remember bro. that was a no. show and tell, actually. What? That F- just no, never we ne- happened. We never uh, FCW? Of an, yeah, remember? No. I don't want to bring that up, but it's kind of like a lost episode kind of thing. I think it's on WWE Network. It's a, it's an Iron Man match with him and uh, one Tyler Black. I, th- I think it was called Seth Rollins at the time. Yeah. Yeah, he had to have been. But uh, that's a really good match. But, yeah. And then Shingo Takagi versus William Osprey. Uh, that match was incredible. It was given a 5.75 star rating from Dave Meltzer. I think it's a little bit high. I consider it a little bit higher than that in my 
a humble opinion. It was. Were you like, oh, it's six stars, actually. It Dave. was one of my favorite. It's honestly Sorry, probably Uncle Dave. my top. It's going to be really hard to top that this year. You and, should tweet uh, him that. You should tell him that. You should say, hey, I think it was six stars, yeah, actually. Yeah. No. Nobody actually tells him that stuff. But, uh, yeah. Well, that was the best. It was a really team. good match. It was yeah. a fantastic match. Um, and then that goes on. It spills right over to the Dominion show. Which I want to go to a Dominion one of these days. I, I kind of would rather. In Osaka over, Hall? Yeah, rather over uh, Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. actually, first. And uh, that had uh, that had the opening match with uh, John Moxley versus Shota Ominu. It was a four-minute like television match kind of thing. Yeah. It was. Uh, it, it just wanted people to remind you who John Moxley is. And I think the only highlight of that match was the post-match. Yeah. Where and I feel like the most newsworthy match was that John Moxley is announcing that he is in the G one. Oh yeah, that climax too. tournament, and that he and, and that he also dragged Shota Amino's body. Oh, was, I mean, what like what was that? Was that like some sort of like like is he trying to just show that he can be a face too? Or? I think it's just him him just being silly. Okay, just in like, a in a good way, in a more proper timing like way. I can, I can kill you, but I'll still. Yeah, he's just kind of he's just kind of there, man. Like, he's, he's not what's up? What's up, Renee? About it. Uh, but then also in the fray, this was there was also a match with uh, Shingo Takagi, fresh off his match of the year yes. candidate versus Will Osprey, facing um, Satoshi Kojima, and he's announcing that he's going into the G1. Shingo Takagi? Yes. Yes. Shingo okay. Takagi is in the G1, so. and I'm like, oh my god, this G1 is pretty f- is going to be pretty fucking amazing. Who the hell else is going to come into the G1? Well, Michael. I'm Gato. Hi, Michael. Let me tell you, have you heard about this wrestler named Kenta? And I'm like, he's here to take over. Yeah. By the way, that is a really awesome shirt. I'm just that is a kid that was before anybody like says, oh, it's a that's a dig at Triple H. That's actually Katsuyori Shibata shirt before anything else. Oh, is it? No, no. I mean, it's it's but it's the, 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 the mental gymnastics is. Yeah, is uh, I mean they're selling it as flourishing. a Kenta shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. Of course they are. But. Of course they are. But what am I? So as soon as they announced that, like my main, well, more more or less gripe about this is that G One is a very grueling, grueling Correct. Uh, tournament. tournament for most of the roster. Like every time there's post G One, there's always going to be like a tag league, and it's more or less a way for your main roster to uh, more or less rest, rest a little bit, heal, recover. and so. Like one of the things that has held back Kenta um, throughout his, let's just say WWE career, was that he was in fact riddled with injuries. Um, so Matt riddled, yeah. So that is one. That is my. Uh, that is the obviously my main concern with him taking on this venture. Like how long? How much? How Especially, long are his matches are going to be? I'm beginning to assume he's not going to hold back because I feel like he has. You know, just like most people who leave the WWE, just have something in them to prove something, like ah, oh, and yeah, all this yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so you kind of wonder how much is his body going to hold up to that, especially with the New Japan style being yeah. a lot more uh, tough than the WWE. Style. So I'm willing, to, I'm cautiously optimistic about Kenta in the G1, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm way more excited about Shingo Takage and John Moxley going because I'm, I. I, I, I don't know how the hell. I feel like John Moxley's probably going to just, you know, chew, his, chew, chew gum his way whatever out. Whatever, dude. I'm, like, I'm like, AW, whatever. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. How uh, far do you think he's going to go? You think he's going to, like, 
You you think he's going to reach like the block final at least? They just put the title on him in the first his first match in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So he's probably winning a block. No, no, he's not winning the block, but he's going to be in the block final, or he's going to like chart very high. Yeah, and I think I think he's going to be there for someone else to beat, though. You know what I mean? I think he, yeah, I don't think he'll go to the final or he'll win. I don't think he'll win. No, think, no, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He's going to the block final. He's going to be whatever block he's in. He's going to be in the final. He'll lose that and. Uh, Man, there are just a lot of people who are still holding on to the fact that Kenny Omega could still be in the G1. It could be Okada. I could see Okada. The winner honestly. of the G1? Yeah. I mean, as the champion? I mean, you pick your winner then, right? For Yeah, you pick your opponent. I don't think that's going to happen. Your, yeah. I mean, when's the last time it's happened? I don't think it has ever happened. I mean, especially with the rumors of uh, you know the uh, booking committee now taking over. Maybe, I have no idea true, where you've maybe heard not this true. at all. It's just a rumor and innuendo. Uh, I feel like we shouldn't even bring it up at this point. You know what? People are talking. People out there are asking questions. They're tweeting us at CW Four and Five on Twitter, and you know, asking questions just like you can if you want to, and you're listening. Um, so, you know, it's wait to be, you know, it's waited to be seen if that's true or not. But uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I could see, I mean, Okada Moxley in a final because Okada's going to have a match with Moxley eventually. Um, also, you know, um, Kota Ibushi. That can oh happen. Oh my god! Okay. U.S. I champion completely, versus. I completely forgot about that. So that's not. So these G1 entries, they're those. That's the. That's one thing about this Dominion. But I feel like the other thing of that defined Dominion this this night was that that uh, unnecessary roughness. That that Tetsuya Naito versus Ibushi match. Because let me tell you something. It was it was a primary example of when keeping it real goes wrong. Like when those bumps. Real the, goes wrong. That bump. Like the, as soon as that, as soon as Naito, as soon as uh, Abushi did that bump where his head just collided with the apron, that took me out of that match. Right. Like I do, I was not willing to like pay attention to this match anymore. Yeah. I just wanted it to end. Well, it is just like when Don know. Callis said, "Like can't, he really, we really should just stop this match." I feel like that was his like his actual. Was, pure hey, instinct. hey, guys! Like this hey. is this isn't really cool anymore. Like you guys, I can don't want to play anymore. And then like. I guess it's supposed like and like the, my main takeaway from the match was to get over Naito as the as this kind of heel now because well Naito is always kind of hated in Osaka Hall anyway that's true you're right but he just sort of played it up to like a thousand especially when you're attacking someone like Kota Ibushi who just straight up almost killed himself in this match and yeah, uh, with the post match beat down I I can't. I can't reward any sort of uh no matter how good that match was like no matter they could have like a seven star match but even then if they still had that apron spot I still don't think it would be a seven star yeah, match it's like just, it was just, it went too far in my opinion that's I mean that's what a lot of people are saying I mean the match there was, was a lot of criticism going towards this match so, especially that of one Brian Alvarez yep and then uh, the Jericho Okada match it was exactly exact. what I it's exactly what I expected out of a Jericho match in 2019. I, I, yeah, um, I well, that's why I was always. I'm always. He's gonna get the title. I I think he's going to get the title at All Out because it's just they want a big what, name. Kenny Omega this. versus Jericho later. Man, I I don't even know. Honestly, I, I think it could be something like since okay. So the original plan was to have Paco over Hangman Page to win the first or to. Um, and then face Kenny Omega, at, and then for Kenny Omega to go over Pac at the uh, All Out for the title. Man, that would be something. Right, that would have been something. But everything reversed now. So Jericho won, Hangman Page won. So now it can go the other way. 
It can go to Hangman Page. He can win. <laughs> Moxley beats Omega. All in all, I just thought the the match with Jericho and Okada was underwhelming, especially when you compare it to last year. What did you think of the with after Omega. after the match? I heard a lot with, of people with Tanner's in, and uh, with Tanner's and Jericho. Well, I heard a lot of people in Japan were un. Satisfied with the with the after match because usually the champion. This gives was a, a WWE a heat angle. Honestly, yeah. this was a Monday night. This was like the ending of a Monday Night Raw, and I just feel like you can't. Your audience has just sort of built an expectation of what to expect out of a show like Dominion, a show like Osaka Hall, which is your most hardcore New Japan uh, audience. Like it is pretty much like uh, an equivalent to an ECW uh, Manhattan, not Manhattan Center. What the fuck is it called? Philadelphia or something? Yeah, like in Philadelphia. ECW the Philadelphia. ECW garage. That kind of thing. And so you're hey. doing something like that with a, with a finish like that. Yeah, no, I can definitely see an audience just being very opposed to it. I, you know, I think once in a great while, something like that. They just wanted Jericho to lose. They just needed to find a way to make Jericho look strong. Strong after a loss. After a loss. Yeah. You know, it was just a pin. And it was like, oh, that's whatever. And. Like what do you know? It's, yeah. It was something. Their hands were tied. Honestly, I feel like that's that's just gonna that's kind of kind of gonna be a defining trait with working with AEW people. Yeah. You know, we also had in um, on the show Gorilla's Destiny defeated uh, Los Ingobernables team of Evil and Sonata. Uh, it was Tomo- yes. Tomohiro right. Ishii uh, defeated Taichi to become the was the first six time never. Uh, Open weight champion, which is pretty much like their twenty four seven title. Yeah, good for you. They just put the twenty four seven. No, it's not. But like New, that. Japan. New Japan, um, looking really exciting. Oh, uh, and we didn't talk about the uh, the last or the the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title match, G- G- uh, Dragon Lee versus Osprey. That was an, that was actually an excellent match as well. That was really good. Yeah. Will Osprey, uh, he's kind of killing it this year. Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely a lot. I actually had uh, I, I had notes. To a oh, point where nice. I feel like I, he probably shouldn't be in the G one, but he's going to be in the G one. Osprey, yeah, yeah, no, he definitely is. With the, let's let, let's do a, let's do a head count for a second. Osprey, uh, Moxley, uh, Moxley, Shingo Takagi, uh, uh, Kenta, Kenta, Jeff Cobb, Jeff Cobb, yes. And then you're going to there's pr- there's probably going to be some ROH talent like like Who? I mean if Jeff Cobb is there, oh um, like Roosh, oh yeah, Ro- uh, oh god, well, Ro- no, Roosh was in the best of the Super Juniors, right? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Roosh. Uh, what the hell is this? Bandito? Could I be. Would, I would put Bandito in the G1. Could be. Um, but Jonathan you, Gresham. Let's just fucking run it back with the best of the Super yeah, Juniors. Just, let's just get everyone back in there. You're probably, we'll probably see uh, Bad Marty Luck Marty Skrull. Bad Luck Fally. Yeah. He'll definitely be. He's in every G1. That's the thing, though. Like, yeah, like you have your Taguchi or your um, your um, Jay White. Torianos. Like, people don't like when people. There are reasons why they have those type of the, those level of performers right. because you want that buffer. You can't just have like five star match after oh, five yeah, star no, match. I agree. You need that resting period. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, so uh, should we go through the Dragon Lee Osprey match, or did you? Yeah, know? you know it's. It was good. Okay. It was good. It was. That's good. exactly like that's why I was. I just wanted to talk about Dominion. Uh, it was good. Osprey uh, challenges Robbie Eagles after the match in Australia. In Australia, because he's always Robbie Eagles. He's from Australia. But uh, yeah, we don't have any hits in Australia, so I could say that. Okay. Uh, but um, also, let's go, let's continue the New Japan talk because there's some news that also came out uh, uh, regarding. You a- mean you mean lack thereof or like not? No, I mean actual. News regarding New Japan Pro Wrestling that we haven't talked about on air that happened earlier this week. 
the uh, was it the Super J Cup is making its return to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, it's San Francisco State University. Exactly. So they're um, they're having a two day or three day tournament. The first round in Tacoma, or Tacoma, Washington. Second round in San Francisco, and uh, San Francisco round. State University Event Center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and also I do love in the actual New Japan promo you have uh, Kevin Kelly. He's just like at the University of San Francisco. Uh, that's, that's not. A, that's not. That's I know not University I, of San Francisco. That's not, yeah, that's not SF State. Come on, I want to tweet him and be like, honor. "Hey guys, just just so you know." No, actually, keep telling them. Well, that. actually, yeah, it's, it's just it, that's what you come off. It's a with. university, and it's in San Francisco. Um, and then it's and then the finals are going to take place in the Walter Pyramid in yeah, Los Long Angeles. Beat. Long well, yeah, Long Beach, right? Long Beach is Long Beach, Los Angeles. No, it's a technically a different city, but, but it's, it's like in Los Long An- Beach. It's a yeah, it's in Long Beach. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is something that um, what is it? Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger wanted to do again. Um, the Super J Cup is something that we're you know they take the kind of the best of the junior division. Have of they sold Newcomer. tickets yet? For no, them? no, it goes on sale like the twenty fourth. Kind of want to go. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going. Like Gabriel and I want to try to get front row, but. We'll see. It's going to be a lot smaller um, a venue, so it's possible to get front row. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, it's coming up. It's going to be great. We'll be definitely covering it here on the B Show. So uh, let's see. Is there uh, any news this week, Michael? Eh. What do you mean? Really. Eh. Not really. No. Between like the talk about Gato. Lot Lars Sullivan had a knee injury. What, what happened? Know, get better. I mean. Being a wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot. <laughs> no. Forgot about Super that. Showdown happened. Yeah, that's know. yeah. It was a bad show. Goldberg, Goldberg and Undertaker almost killed each other. Goldberg, being a, the dumbass that he is, put his head through a locker. And oh, hey, guess what? You got a concussion, dumbass. Um, what else? Wait, he put his head through a locker. That's what he does. He puts his head like he smashes his head to a locker to Before quote unquote like psych him up. Did he do it again before this? He match? did it, and then he got a fucking like bl- like a, a blood spot again? on his bear hoard. Yeah, I didn't even watch. He this. does that all the time. But no, it happened one time where he got the blood. Yeah, and, and it happened again. Oh my god! Do you think that was where the concussion was from? Yeah, and he was supposed to take lead in that match. Yeah, Goldberg is supposed to take lead in that match, and like, and they both themselves acknowledged how bad. What like, do you Gold- want me to like do? Goldberg Bill? said, like Goldberg said, like on Twitter, is like this one that wasn't my best match. Well, he it said he wanted to redeem match. himself. He wants to redeem himself. And then Undertaker said nothing, but he liked Undertaker said nothing, but he liked a bunch of comments that said like they they just want to trot out all these old people so they can Stevens, die in front of the ring. I Stevens. will like their comments. You saw that, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll like those negative comments about the company, Vince. What are you gonna do? I have my SS shirt on. That was a long, yeah, yep, yeah. But no, even uh, Gabriel pointed out to us that you know, like the what was the group he was involved with? Like, still an SS shirt. I I know, I know. Still, like, I know. Yeah, whatever. I, know. I won't talk about. <laughs> uh, Fighter Fest is happening. Yes, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Uh, AEW another twenty ninth. It's uh, going to collaboration with CEO Gaming, which is a don't know what e-sp- that is. It's a, it's an esports company that specializes in fighting game tournaments. Uh, Jabaley, nor uh, Mike Jabaley, no. Some guy named Jabaley is fighting Michael Nakazawa. Yes, yes, Jabaley, Axel Jabaley, or uh, sorry, Alex Jabaley. Okay, I have the card right here. Uh, Cody versus Darby Allen, the Elite. That's the team of uh, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and their buddy Kenny Omega versus the Lucha Brothers, the team of Pentagon Junior. and Ray Phoenix, with a member to be named probably Moxley. 
Or no, Moxley's in no, a match. Moxley, it's not he, Moxley. He might do two matches. You never know. Just to prove how tough he is. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. But speaking, this next match, Jonathan Moxley, I'm really interested in. Joey Janela? Joey Janela and Jonathan Moxley. That's going to be a pretty darn good match, I think. Uh, it's going to be something. Uh, we're going to have a uh, fatal four-way or a four-way match. Uh, MJF versus Jungle Boy versus Jimmy Havoc versus Adam Page. Uh, Christopher Daniels versus Sima? Shima. Oh, Shima. Shima. And then we have Yoka Sakazaki, Rio and versus Nyla Rose. That's the main event? Or probably the other <laughs> way around. Event, yeah. I mean, it could be. Maybe they're just like, fuck yeah, this is the main event. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna. they've been selling that shit out like real fast, so good on them. It's going to be a great show. It's also free via BR Live, so it's not really free. Yeah, I mean, you, I think cancel. You like an offer for the first month and then cancel after that, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of selling out fast, Michael, what happened today? Oh, we can't go to All Out. I was... To uh, I forgot I was asleep and I also forgot. I also just didn't really care to go to Chicago. I was like, we just watch it here, man. You were you were going know about it like three weeks ago, yeah. And then I talked to Jose about it and we decided that we can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. So we decided that we are all going to watch it here together as friends. I'm not promising anything. We've already included you. You're already a part of it. Your your name was signed to the paper. Oh great. Um, yeah, we had a contract signing everything, but. AEW's all-out tickets went on sale today and officially sold out within 15 minutes. That's nine minutes. Uh, that's nine minutes more than a double or nothing. What the fuck are they doing? You know what? It's bullshit. Yeah, um, they fucked up. It's right out of the gate. Oh. I think AEW. I think they should just pack it up. I heard rumors of some people being on there saying they were twenty thousandth in queue waiting for tickets. Wow. So that's quite the wait. I wonder how long or how many tickets they really could have sold. You know what I mean? How many tickets? Like can, how? How Meltzer said um, that uh, with the demand going on, they could have easily sold out like uh, the the ne- the nearest arena. Yeah. The oh, the Chicago Bears arena or whatever. Yeah. That's Wrong. a bit. That's a bit over ambitious, but you know. I mean, they probably could now with the amount of stars they have. Give it a year or two, honestly. I think yeah. give it a year or two, they could all. They. Mm, you know what? Give it about a year. I'm going to say three years. Because they're going to eventually have a WrestleMania-type show. Is, is All Out going to be their WrestleMania-type show? I mean, you would I'm think not, so at this point. What well, would be their WrestleMania? I mean, maybe like, it, would have to be, it would have to be September, right? You know, maybe it'll be some sort of... Yeah, just some... Really, it's so much can change. So much Slam-a-mania. The, the, the wrestle... I don't know. Wrestle-me-now. Main of... I don't know. I'm just... Spitballing here. I'm just letting you. I'm letting you drown. On you know the, what? I I never drown. I always swim to the top. Uh, the match is announced though for All Out so far. Chris Jericho versus Hangman Page for the first ever AEW Championship. While John Moxley will face Kenny Omega. Uh, this event will be scheduled for Saturday, August 31st, and will be available on pay per view. Guys, pay per view. Go buy it now. I don't think you can buy it now, but you know, yeah. Go go watch it when it happens because we will. We'll have all all the reviews here on City Wrestling Radio. Uh, let's see. Anything else happening in the news? Uh, no. Nope. Oh, oh, CM Punk might be coming to AEW. He said no. Oh, okay. Anything else? Did he say anything else? No. Oh, he just said no. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, then he's not going to AEW. I'll just close that tab right there. And uh, yep, you got their click, Corey. <laughs> you know what? It's it's it's. It's a good journalistic website 
that said the exact same thing you did. So, oh, so you're crossing your sources. I was. See, look at that. Uh, possible spoiler on when Bray Wyatt could return to Monday Night Raw. Uh, let's see. I'm looking forward to not watching that. Let's see. Uh, so, in case other than the Firefly Funhouse segment, Bray Wyatt has not been seen on WWE TV. Uh, his last physical appearance was on SummerSlam 2018 when he teamed with Matt Hardy for the final time in a losing match against. You guessed it, the B-Team, members of Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Since then, the former Wyatt family member leader has competed in one notable WWE match. I think it was at a house show versus Baron Corbin. Like, Oh, it was in the Starcade in 2018, November. Um, uh, but though Wyatt recently hinted that uh, in a cryptic eight-line tweet on May 13th that uh, contained the titles of the eight weekly Funhouse episodes that were shown from April 22nd to June 10th. So it starts off as, what makes you smile? I know you're listening. Let me in. Uh, we don't belong here. What happened to you was such a tragedy. Limbo is no place for a soul like yours. I believe I found the answer. The angel with burnt wings is waving you on home. I don't care about any of this. Well, you know, I will say this. The Firefly Funhouse is probably the best thing happening. Apparently. On Monday Night Raw, besides yeah. the 24-7 title. But then it just comes off as like a knockoff adult swim thing. That's exactly what they're trying to go for. Like, I saw a little bit of it, and just, they're trying too hard. They're trying too hard, and by trying too hard, they're kind of hitting their, they're lightly kind of hitting their stride. I just don't think it's just any of it is really that funny or anything special. Even 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 within the context of WWE's like stuff, you know, it just feels very forced to me. Of it trying to be like, oh, we're gonna make this thing like super weird just so it can be viral. So like mainstream, like main quote unquote mainstream outlets will be like, what are they doing? This we is so wacky though. and so hey, cool. Hey, bro, so we were on the cover of USA Today, bro. I just don't. Okay, listen, we got on that cover. It's fine. It's a dying ship, Michael. It's, it's kind of. It's just kind of. It kind of just comes off as desperate. And I just. It is. I'm not a fan. I well, you're not a fan of main roster stuff, anyways. It's really hard to be a fan of main roster stuff happening right now. I mean, given you know, like I said last week, you had him like quote unquote killing a bunny and eating its innards. So I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess, if you really think about it. At least Vince hasn't been able to really touch these videos. You know, what I mean, they actually seem like they haven't been touched by him. Because... I kind of want to see what it would be like if it was touched by him, honestly. Ah, oh God. I, what, what, what? What? How would the Firefly Funhouse be different if Vince? Was in control of it. One more shit jokes. Ah, ah, poop your pants. The kids will laugh and, and it'll be fucking good shit. Uh, but no, uh, a little bit more on this, though. So you. Uh, Mike Johnson of, uh, was it PW Insider, is reporting that Bray Wyatt is scheduled to be a Monday Night Raw. Scheduled uh, for one fall. Uh, <laughs> is there a podcast name that yet? I'm sure there is. But if not, I'm taking it. Um, so he's scheduled to be at the Monday Night Raw this week. Uh, Bray Wyatt, he says, quote unquote, Bray Wyatt is slated to be at Monday Night Raw's taping in Los Angeles. Um, PW Insider has confirmed while there is no confirmation of why it will appear live on the show as opposed to the other Firefly Funhouse segments. It is the first time in a while that he has been physically present for a taping. So it could happen. You could hear about me and Jose Oseguera talk about it uh, next week, Wednesday on the WWE show. So we could be talking about Bray Wyatt and his physical return. I don't even know how he's going to return. I told you my theory on the Firefly Funhouse, though, right? Yeah. Did I? Or are you just saying that to move on? Yeah. 
So, anyways, my theory on it is um, he is uh, he's he's just legit crazy. This is all happening within his head. Sure, why not? And I want somebody to push him out on a like he's medicated. He's oh, in a great. wheelchair. So he's some lobotomized. Yes, awesome. yes. And he's this is all in his head because he's so lobotomized. But then he'll it's just so come him. Back. It's, it's so, so him. And that's I don't even think that's something Vince would think of though. Okay, I think that's it. I think that's all I got this week. Yeah. No, Are you sure CM Punk just said no? No. No, you're not sure. I mean, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. NXT? NXT. NXT in Bel Air, Maryland. APG Credit Union dun, building. Dun, 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 sound dun, dun, like, dun. I sound like John Mulaney. Um, in West Philadelphia, born and raised. That's okay. not John Mulaney. So, uh, uh, we start are. off the show. Uh, Candice LeRae and Io Shirai versus Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir with Shayna Baszler looking on stage. Ugh. Early offense from LeRae to get things going. Uh, Duke builds heat on LeRae as she tags Shafir with a judo takedown and Zagura kick to Duke from LeRae for the hot tag to Shirai. Tiger feint kick, springboard shotgun drop kick to Duke. Shirai then stomps Duke's arm a la the same way Baszler did to Kyrie Sane. Very kind heelish. Of a, kind of a... Kind of like a callback, too. Just like, hey, fuck you. Baszler pulls Duke out of the way of a possible Asahi moonsault. Tope Suicida from Larray to everyone as the match gets called off. They ring the bell, and that happens. Shirai continues to beat on Baszler as uh, Larray fends off Duke and Shafir. And that was it for this segment. Tope I thought, Suicida! I thought it was more of an angle than a match, but eh, it was all right. Seems like, I mean, it... It uh, Candice LeRae didn't get any offense in really at all besides, besides that Tope Suicida, right? Yeah. Um, and like I said, EO came off very heelish, stomping on the arm of uh, was it Marina Shafir. Or, no, Jessamyn Duke. Yeah. It's so. just more of an aggressive side and all that stuff. So Double Team Dream selfie promo. Uh, he stole Tyler Breeze's uh, iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, and I quote, it's beautiful, it's solid, it could go forever, and it deserves the spotlight. And I'm not talking about the title. Ready for the experience. Dream on. Uh, we end up next. We got a Punishment Martinez uh, with a new gimmick. He's now Damien Priest, and, is pretty much he's Conor, a, and he's pretty much Conor Reeves. No, he's a vampire from Blade. Is he? You know, like um, yeah, the movie Blade. Like you know? the, just, yeah. Remember, like, just the opening scene where, like, everybody's, like, partying and, like... And the the freaking the, blood. The fire hydrant. <laughs> the fire hydrant blood. of blood, yeah. Coming off. He's just like, yes, it's fine. He's a raver. Or, like, that Key and Peele sketch of vampires where they're like, yo, why does everyone have to be all weird and gothy? Like, why can't we just, why can't be, we just be regular dudes? Yeah, just... Yeah. And then be vampires. Submission match. Kushida versus Drew Gulak. They scramble. Good shit. Uh, Morrow brings up Kushida's MMA background being traded by Nobuhiko Takada. I feel like I say this every time... They bring this up. Uh, Kushida almost gets the hoverboard lock, but tries to find the armbar. Handspring heel kicks from Kushida that spills Gulak to the outside. Inverted slam by Gulak, not once, but twice. Gory is special from Gulak. Kushida works the left arm, gets an ankle lock, but Gulak counters. They trade blows. Handspring back elbow by Kushida. Kushida gets the hoverboard lock on Gulak for the quick tap and for the win. I thought this was a nice, fun little technical match and a great spotlight for Kushida. I don't know what you do with a... Gulak, they'll probably continue it. I want him to stay on NXT. He needs to go. I think he, him and Velveteen Dream need to go one on one for the title. Uh, Kushida? No. Gulak? Gulak, yeah. What has he earned? He lost twice. Exactly. He's a heel. He doesn't have to earn anything. He just takes it. He just walks in and goes, I want a match. Wow, they should. WWE should hire you. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah promo. Okay. They, okay, what? Well, Vanessa Bourne. What do you got to say? Vanessa Bourne is so ready for the main roster, at least. With because the, it, because it, she's it, so it, mediocre. But then look at Aaliyah. She seems like she's like a high school. Like she's like seems like she's the best in her high school acting class or high school drama class. Okay. Like they just don't seem like they pair very well at all. 
they just seem like very they just put them together because just because yeah they talk shit about Mia Yim because they hear what she's that she's next in line for the title. Um, for some reason, I which I thought was weird, they just this promo just all of a sudden like they just doubt Mia Yim can read or write, <laughs> and so what they do is like they they recommend her fashion books and English books. I was looking looking at. I was like, okay, I want to see that fashion book. This now. was bad, and they continue to be bad. Okay, and I just wish the less I see them, the better. The one thing though, I will they're say, they're easily that. the they're like they are way worse than the Iconics. Mia Yim does wear those like two thousand and two like baggy cargo pants. No, she doesn't. They look great. Uh, I, I love Mia Yim. I love Mia Yim. Yeah, Mia Yim to a point where I feel like you know she's head prob- batty and charge. She's probably gonna be. Uh, she's probably going to be champion by the next takeover. But uh, I didn't read the spoilers. You did. <laughs> there, was some serious, um, there was some serious filler going on with this Super Showdown recap of Mansoor winning the battle, the greatest battle royale. Yeah, Mansoor winning. Mansoor, you know. And they spent so much time with The this. NorCal native <laughs> winning the... Uh, he was trained at, at Cross the Bay, at Hood Slam. Cool, good or, or Stone or you. Yeah. If you see a little, there's a little spot where he does this, and nobody can see, but he's kind of doing like a a two fingers touching each other to his forehead. That was it's actually a back to oh to smoking a joint. It's the Stone or you. I'm uh, pretty sure that's like punishable by death in Saudi Arabia. But he did it to his forehead, so it was like okay. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. what doesn't get you killed in Saudi Arabia. Anyway, hope any people from Saudi Arabia. If you're listening to this, we have hits in Saudi Arabia. Cool. They're going to hit me now. Main event time. Carl <laughs> O'Reilly and Roderick Strong versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Ooh, uh, what's Bobby Fish? Is Bobby out. Fish has a sling in his left arm and shoulder. Get well soon. Collar and elbow tie up between Kyle and Lorcan. Chops from Lorcan to Kyle on the corner. Some really loud ones at that. Birch and Strong then enter the ring and attack each other, then spill to the outside for Lorcan to dive on all of them, like the Candice LeRae spot from earlier. Slam yeah. to knee strike on Kyle. This is going at an incredibly fast pace. Strong and Kyle then work the back of Lorcan. Lorcan gets heat built on him. Diving knee drop to gut buster from Strong and O'Reilly in tandem. Birch gets the hot tag and gives Strong a back body drop. Shotgun drop kick. Slaughter suplex and nip up by Birch all too strong. Phantom sack by O'Reilly, but Birch does a powerbomb on O'Reilly. It was like a headbutt powerbomb combo. Hell yeah, awesome. it was. Forearm strikes to O'Reilly, but does the Phantom Lariat. But before Morrow almost says Shades of Dean Ambrose. Shades of Dean He says Nigel McGuinness, which was a great save since he was the one who originated it. Good. good. Uh, final stretch. Uh, everyone kills each other, but Jackson Reichert appears and kills everyone. He, wait, he didn't do anything. He just killed like a bunch of these agents. Oh, that's right. He, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Through the distraction, top. Birch rolls up O'Reilly for the pin and win. Win. Uh, weird finish. Like for a by-the-numbers match. And, like, as soon as the bell rang, like, this entire NXT episode is like, oh, the bell rang, oh, Jackson Riker, we're out of here. And it just stopped. Yeah. This was a weird episode of NXT. This was a very much a filler to buy time before the tapings on full, full sale that so happened Wednesday. what I think happened is that, do you remember... Uh, this was a house show. This was an NXT house show that they do decided Do you remember last November, uh, Survivor Series weekend, NXT was in San Jose. Remember? And I was like, oh, I might go. I might not. I didn't go because I was like, I'm going to take over that weekend. Screw it. But they aired that episode like two weeks later. Yeah. So as kind of filler. So they had some people out of it. That's why so, Adam Cole wasn't present because they couldn't have anyone come out with a title. They didn't yeah. have Velveteen Gene present because they couldn't. Well, they could have had him come out it with a title. Just a, still. This was just it was uh, it was one of those episodes of NXT. Like, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to watch it. In fact, if there's one thing to go out of your way to watch this week, it's probably 205 Live. 
What? Yeah. Oh, Jack- wait. You want to start talking about 205 Live again back on the B show? Uh, I only watched one match at 205 Live. The only what match happened? that apparently that generated the most buzz. Chad okay. Gable oh, uh, is on 205 Live now. Little, and he looks little Kurt fun- Angle? No, he looks like little Bobby Roode now. He's been hanging out with him too many times without the without the mustache and everything. But he, Chad Gable, looks so fucking shredded. He has probably one of the best physiques. I can't reach my entire, fan. I was going to try to fan you down. But. It's like one of the best physiques, and like for for a guy who's five seven, like he He's is shorter than me. He wow. is really shredded. And him against Jack Gallagher, these guys had oh, one I heard hell of a yeah. match. I'm not going to give away the finish, but it was. It, I'm just going to say it was a botch. And there was a point where, like, Chad Gable. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think this is a good. This is a good uh, time killer for Chad Gable because his contract is up this fall. He'd be a fool not to sign. He'd be a fool to sign, in my, actually. Well, you know, there's a couple of different ways of looking at it. There's the people that, you know, does Chad Gable want to just work in WWE? I feel like he does. I know. I feel like he doesn't. Or do you think Chad Gable? I can see I Chad like, Gable wanting to wrestle. Listen, 205 Live just seems like just the wrestling purgatory that, like, in a good way, they just want to just refine their skills. It they can't be purgatory just... when there's Humberto Carrillo. But yeah. So you should just watch that. You should watch 205 Live. I heard the Fatal 4 was actually really good, too. I've, a lot of things were good in it. 205 Live that week. The Fatal 4-Way match. But, um, yeah, that was, that was B-Show. You know, it's, we're coming off stomping grounds, right? Is it this Sunday? Next Sunday. Next Sunday. I thought it was this Sunday. No, it's on like the 20th or the okay. 20-something. 25th. I was going to say, if it was this Sunday and the Warriors won, they gotten blown out the fucking water. <laughs> well, I, I was telling you last night, like I, the, the, I was at the Wrestling for Charity show. People were too yeah, busy the, watching Game 6. Well, yeah, the first two matches the game was on, so... And I think that's actually try- why they tried to like st- the show started a little later. Like it was set at seven, but it, it went on. People were too busy watching the game. Well, they I don't think they wanted to like really like start the show while the game was going because like yeah. you're really gonna take the eyes off of like and everybody kind of wants to watch the game, you know? Yeah. So it was a good game too. And then yeah, it was so, a good show. It was a good wrestling show too. Clay fucking tore his ACL. Oh man, get well soon. Get well soon, Warriors. It's gonna be a rough start of the season. They don't have Durant. They don't have Clay. Well, they, just they wouldn't have Durant himself. anyways. Durant, I mean, he needs to sign his extension. Probably, I mean, we don't know that. Just because that Nike t-shirt said so. He stays. Yeah, anyway. But we leave. You know what they say? What? They say, we're going to San Francisco, so dale gas. Oh dale gas. Oh, my God. That means I like, hit the gas, I think. Yep. So they're coming to San Francisco, and hopefully... Well, oh, yeah, Michael's bus is coming, so he's signaling me for to hurry the show up. I'll yes. Just, I'll just I'll break it, yes. baby. All right, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for me, Corey Smith. Uh, I'm Corey Smith. And I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you next week. Uh, you know, you'll see me earlier in the week with Jose Osegueda for the WWE show. I will figure out what I was calling it earlier, but hey. I got to swallow a bunch of pills, all right, guys? All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you later. Bye.